Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Right, so Jojo, we're talking about this little movie that is, uh, it's a, it's about musicians, but somehow it has a lot of silences. Yes. And so. Yes. Uh, that would be an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we get started? No, so uh, let's throw this, let's throw this in here. Okay, let's get started. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham, and with me today is the very fantastic Jojo. Jojo, como esta usted, mi amiga? <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you do? <laughs> that will do. How do you do? That will do. do, do? <laughs> no, seriously, Jojo, how was your day? How 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 is everything? I, I, I this day sucked, honestly. <laughs> you know, you know, like the the there's a saying. I don't know if it's biblical or not, but the saying like all is well with my soul. I, I'm, oh, the, I'm the right. oppo- I'm the opposite. All is not well with my soul, and I don't. Know, I, I don't. I don't really have a reason for it. It's just one of those like feelings down inside of you that something's wrong and sucks. And yeah, so all is not. Yeah. all is not well with my soul. So I'm gonna embroider well, that on a pillow. <laughs> all is not well in my soul. Hey, come to your house and see that on a pillow, <laughs> one of the little pillows on on your sofa, and they'll be like. Damn, man, this lady, this lady has problem. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, before we started the show, we've already talked about, you know, what's on my mind, my poor birth country, Haiti, going through some political turmoil. I think most of the world has kind of gotten accustomed to that. And it is a sad thing, but, you know, hopefully it doesn't, prolong and just create another crisis for the people so um you know hashtag pray for haiti whatever i mean i don't know (laughs) (laughs) hopefully hopefully it it comes and goes and and whatever the outcome is is the best for the the population and and happens quickly and nobody or at least as few people as possible get hurt yes let's just hope that but today we are discussing a movie that has been on Amazon Prime for almost three months now, uh, if I if I can, right, Jojo? I mean, yeah. it's been, it was there uh, since, like, before the end of 2020. Yes, yes. I and uh, it's a very unassuming movie based on thumbnail and whatever, unless you, you go deeper and, and do a bit of a research, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I I think that it's starting to come to a lot of people's attentions with the nominations and the award circuits that's happening right now, and uh, deservedly so, in my opinion, after having seen the movie. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, again, I I take most of my cues in terms of 
like serious movies to watch, I take most of my cues with whenever I hear either the producer or the actor or uh, the the score writer or the screenplay writer interviewed on NPR. And I I heard a very nice little interview. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. I, I, I read a New Yorker article about the process of Riz Ahmed, the actor, went through uh, doing this movie to actually experience deafness. And I thought it was incredibly interesting. So why don't we just let people in on what movie we're talking about today? (laughs) (laughs) We forget that sometimes. It's okay. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're talking about The Sound of Metal, and it's available on Amazon Prime. It has been for a few months, um, as we said earlier, but... It is starting to get nominated in some of the uh, the uh, awards circuits, and uh, some buzz is happening. And I think it's great that it is because uh, this was a phenomenal movie. And uh, kind of, uh, I'll be honest, I watched it today and did the ugly cry. So, <laughs> did you, Georgia? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I, I haven't ugly cried at a movie in a long time. I've gotten like weepy and, you know, this this was the whole thing where the dog's looking at me like, are you, you okay? What is wrong with her, dude? Like, who, yo. Who hurt her? Does she need a treat? <laughs> <laughs> the dog's like, you have a treat. That's <laughs> all I have to give, but I'll give it to you. That is mad funny. Jojo, so... <laughs> So with that said, would you just uh, put it into context for our audience? Uh, what is this movie, Sound of Metal, about? It is about a, a young man whose name is Ruben, and he very, very suddenly has phenomenal and profound hearing loss and um, eventually goes deaf. And it is about the journey of him as a musician, a drummer, Dealing with that, dealing with the fact that he is a recovering addict, and dealing with sort of the reaction of his band members, groupmates, life partner, and his uh, experience with just trying to learn how to to live again, essentially. Yes, yes. And... It sounds pretty uncomplicated, you know, when we when we synopsizes that way. Because what else happens? But that's the thing. It's the things that happen in between, and where the story go, the way the the story finds itself, and as you see the main character himself find himself, you know, with this new life experience. And uh, so I have to ask Jojo. What what is your plain basic opinion of, of of this movie? I thought it was phenomenal. It's a very quiet movie, and not just in sound, but yeah. it's in, in its in its story presentation. It's it's not over the top. It's not hugely dramatic or anything like that. It is as if. A very good friend of yours who's a very good storyteller sat down across from you and told you the story of this young man's life. And yes. it is so 
it's so touching and so beautiful. And Riz Ahmed brings so much to this part. I have seen him in other things and kind of wasn't impressed. (laughs) I'll be honest. (laughs) I'll be honest. I saw him in Venom and was like, okay. I mean, not that Venom was a great movie anyway, but so to see this growth from an actor that I wasn't really a big fan of to begin with was just phenomenal for me. And the chemistry and the relationship between himself and the actress who plays his girlfriend in the movie, um, Olivia Cook, who I am a big fan of is it's, it's, it's just a lovely movie about the human experience and the fact that you can do good things. You can do everything quote unquote, right. And something can still happen from out of the blue you know, the the bus can still jump the curb and hit you on the sidewalk type thing. It's what you do afterwards and how you deal with the here and now. And I just, I, I love this movie and I feel like you could almost use it as a metaphor for life, not just for hearing loss. You're absolutely right. This movie has the sense that literal, uh, the proverbial life comes at you fast. And... Again, it's a matter of, you know, how you deal with that uh, from the, you know, from that point on. And everything you said about this movie is exactly what I was thinking about. There's a, there's a almost, uh, the kind of silence you experience in this movie is the one that doesn't bore you. It's, it's a silence that you want more of. And it is an amazing thing to do with movie. Right, yes. because movie is about seeing action, and part of the action is, of course, you know, voices and noises and, 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 and stuff. So, when there is this incredibly intense silence, and as the viewer, you're perfectly okay with that, somebody's doing something right, isn't it? Yes. Yes, I, I feel like the, the the sound design team behind this, the, the mixer, the editor, I, I, I hope that they win all of the awards or nominated for all of the awards and win <laughs> all of the awards because it's what they do is is so beautifully nuanced in bringing to life for a hearing person what it is like to lose your hearing. Yes. And also what it is like to have your hearing it, it, it there's there's points in the in the soundtrack and i don't mean musically but i it, where right. it, where things are sort of amplified just a little bit like coffee brewing and that sort of thing that makes you yeah. go these are things i take for granted this is yes. something that is that, that i don't even think about that happens to me but once it's gone it's gone and yeah. and that's and that's a part of my life that while maybe not necessary for living, and some would argue not even necessary for enrichment, but if it's something that you have had your entire life, you are going to miss it. Yes, yes. That switch on and off of, of the sound, it, it gives you that sense, like, wow. Because there, there are moments also where you feel uh, Ruben's desperation. Yes. Because even though you can hear what he's being told, 
his reaction to being unable to hear, you can feel it and you feel that that anxiety. Like it's almost as if you too didn't hear it. Yes. Because yes. he didn't hear it, you too did not hear it. Yes. And so you were you wanted repeated to him but this time you wanted to be able you want him to be able to hear it and then you, you feel like you, you know repeat it again so you know when he's saying repeat i can't hear you i can't hear you you get that that feeling and i was happy to know that he didn't pretend to be to to be deaf but rather he actually wore implants that literally took about 80% of his of, of his ability to hear for about 16 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. And we know that Jamie Foxx did something similar when he was playing Ray Charles and literally taped off his, his, his eyes and sort of like learned his environment. Well, that was playing Ray Charles, who we know was blind and... How can I say this? Jamie Foxx got heavily prized, <laughs> awarded for that perfect portrayal. But Riz Ahmed, in this particular sense, it, for me, he is doing an homage to every person who has gone deaf or who, any person who is deaf. And yes. so... And so this was a beautiful thing because I've never had hearing loss, and if I've ever had any, it's it's probably more over-dramatized in my head than this particular case. And I felt it, and I was able to get there and feel the the anxiety, the 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 desperation, in the what next? What do I do next? Uh, how how do I get over this? So this is a beautiful movie in every sense. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I, uh, I've as a subject matter, it's, it's it's not something that I think the typical person would think would make a great movie, a phenomenal movie even. But I just it it works. It works on so many levels. It it works because of his performance. It works because of the phenomenal work with the the audio and the sound in this and it it works because it's told with such humanity such a part of yes. the human condition yes yes and to your point i think to do to embark in this kind of project you really have to love the art you're involved in yes because it, it, i can't imagine that it's easy i cannot imagine that you know it, it, when you talk, you're talking about when you have you have to foresee the amount of silence silence that you're gonna have to project in a movie, and say to yourself, "I'm gonna do it anyway, even though some people might find it, I don't know, boring," <laughs> because you know people sometimes with movies, people it's like going into the wrong store looking for something, yeah, and 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 to come out and criticize the store as opposed to you choosing to go into the wrong store, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like, I didn't like this movie because blah, 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 blah. Well, did somebody tell you that's what it's what it, that's what it was about? Did somebody <laughs> tell you that, that your expectations for this movie were right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh gosh. <laughs> so that's 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 how I feel. But I also want to talk about this part of the movie where most of the action happened, which is when Ruben goes to this community of addicts who are also who also happen to be deaf. And the reason I love this is because I remember watching another movie where a young girl had a young girl who I, I think she was autistic and she had a huge fight with her dad who was incredibly overprotective. And the last words that she said to the dad is like, stop trying to fix me, right? And so I love all of the context in which everything fell into place in this movie about this community because it helped you to understand that the point of them being together was about fixing the addiction, <laughs> but not about fixing being deaf, because that is something they were willing to live with, they had learned to live with, and they had learned to love themselves being deaf. So that was powerful. That, that was incredibly powerful for me. Yeah, yeah. You you really kind of get to see his epiphany there, and I think for some for the audience, there's an epiphany for the audience too, because you know we are talking about ableism, and it's a very important subject to, to tackle because the deaf community, for the most part, there there is, from what I understand, you know, they're very much a you know, we're not interested in getting implants, you know, that we, we are the way we are and there's nothing wrong with us. You know, it's, it, it, it is what it is essentially and accept us as for what we are. Don't, don't try to fix us. And, um, I think that this movie presented that in such a way that those of us who aren't familiar with that thought process are able to, to grasp and understand and, and go, yeah, that makes sense, you know, but without feeling like you were being dumbed down or to, to or, or, at, or at any, at any point. Yes. Yes. And, and this is why I think we need more of this kind of content to be presented. And this is why I've always understood why is it that disabled actors and disabled athletes have always contested the notion of an able-bodied person playing a certain character because they uh, bring more audience to the movie or to the to the show but that's all that's that's all there is to it like like you know there are uh, disabled actors that can you know, do the do the work, yes. you know. And so it's because either things are set up in a way where somehow at some point the disabled person becomes able-bodied or get fixed or, you know, it's just pure callousness of, of having somebody famous go and, and play a character so they can, I don't know, get an Oscar or some shit. Right. But but I understand that now uh, I've always understood it, but n now more than ever, the point that this movie makes about this is not 
there's nothing to be fixed about our our deafness. <laughs> what we're here for is to work on our addiction. Yes. So that that, that was great. Yes. I um uh, one little note about the movie that I I thought was lovely. I I watched it with closed captioning because I I have to because I I've lost most of my left ear, but. The closed captioning, I, I don't know ASL. Uh, I'm I'm trying to learn it, but I, I don't completely know everything about ASL. So for closed captioning in the scenes where Ruben is first introduced and everyone around him is, is speaking ASL to one yeah. another, uh, and he has no idea what's going on, closed captioning does not translate that for you. That is true. So, and you, you're you're lost as, as much as he is, or or I was, unless you speak ASL. So I, I actually thought that was a very lovely, immersive way uh, to do that because for those of us who are hearing but but need a little extra help, there there was nothing for for ASL. There was down the road though when he learned it. Once he yes. learned ASL, it was there, and I just thought that was lovely. Yes, yes. I I thought about that. I was like, you know, I don't understand what's going on, you know, but I didn't see it that way. Now that you now that you say it, it makes perfect sense, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if he can't understand, if he's the he's the person we need to focus on. He doesn't know what's going on. You shouldn't either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, you should be in his shoes, basically. That's that's pure, that's powerful, Georgia. You. Uh, <laughs> You, yeah, yeah, man. But, you know, for a dude who, you know, has the ability to speak seven languages, I feel like something is missing for me not knowing ASL. So this might well be my next, you know, the next language I tackle. Uh, just for the fuck of it. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's YouTube and, videos and stuff. and And if I happen to go... Deaf one day, then at least, hey, guess yeah. what, man? I'm prepared, son. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, yeah. So, Jojo, before we get into the cast, what other points was were sort of like important to you here? When I had my first breakdown is when it gets to the point where he and his girlfriend, Lou, she realizes she needs to leave and she leaves and he is telling her that, you know, he is still in the the pathos of, of having lost over 80% of his hearing. And he is telling her, you know, that, that, that she is his heart. And, 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 but at the same time you understood, like she'd gotten to the point where she was, I have to go and I have to do this and you have to figure this out. This is not anything I can hold your hand through. I can't yeah. make you go to this camp. I found it for you. I, I, I did what I could to, to get you to this process that's going to help you. But you're the one who's going to have to make the ultimate decision and get yourself there. Because if I drag you there, this isn't going to work. And the only way for me to make you help yourself to, for you to save yourself, I have to leave. And I just, I, I, that, that was just lovely. I think this moment also, there, there, this is one of two moments that I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick on 
and, but I'm, I'm, I love it that you went there because this moment also gives us, you can see why you're dealing with an addict in Ruben. Because the entire idea for Ruben is I need to find myself an, an enabler, right? I cannot do things without an enabler. Whether it's a good thing, whether it's a bad thing, I need an enabler. And I'm not saying that he doesn't truly love Lou. He, he does love Lou, and she is his heart. But Ruben would have preferred that she stayed there and, as you said, held his hand through things and telling him everything is going to be okay. You don't need to do the other thing, <laughs> you know. And... And Lou, it was a very mature thing for her to do. Like, no, dude, I'm out. Yeah. And I'm not abandoning you. No. But I know that you're not going to do this shit if I, if I stay around. So yes. you got to go. <laughs> you yes. know, I got to go. Yes. And the other moment was also this last conversation with, uh, what's, what's, what was the guy's name? Um, Joe? Joe? Yes, Joe. Yeah. When he told him, and that was that was beautiful because that's what it is. Yo, I, I, I don't know what you think you're doing, but right now, you do sound like an addict. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you sound like an addict. This is what you're doing. And all the things you're doing, the whole idea of I want to fix this, how do I fix that, is it's, it's, it's because that's what bring addiction is no, you can't deal with things that need a long-term solution or no solution at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and those are some of the powerful moments. It is amazing that a movie that is about, not music, but about the, the, the circumstances in the life of a musician has so little to do with music, but rather with silence and yes. quiet talk. It was so beautiful. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. So, cast-wise, this was a, a small movie, wasn't it? It was very small. Very small cast. And I I, I loved all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Riz Ahmed, of course, was marvelous as as Ruben, and Olivia Cook was beautiful as Lou, and then um, was it Paul Racy, who was Joe, and yeah. yeah, so it's just just a small small cast, a few other folks, but yeah, yeah, I mean, none that is not that I'm you know I'm not discounting the work of anybody, but. None that is that are I don't know worth spending a lot of time talking about, but yeah, Riz Ahmed, as you said, was impressive, and um, Olivia Cook had it, it could all almost be considered as as a cameo appearance, if you will. <laughs> you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. I I definitely agree. She. Um... She it was kind of a almost a character yeah. sketch. I mean, she was she she was great and she was perfect, but it was the movie was not about her. But that that was yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she 
She's a great actress. I am a, a big fan of her. She hasn't been in many things, but what everything I've seen her in, I've just that's heard. that seems to be her vibe, isn't it? Like I'm not gonna be picking up yeah. work everywhere and and get people tired of seeing my face, but when they see my face, they're gonna have to remember my face, isn't it? Because um, yeah. uh, I'm not saying that she hasn't been in anything else, but the last thing I can remember seeing her uh, featured prominently was on. Modern Love, right? Modern Love, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. her character, we were very fascinated by, by you yes. know. Yes, yes. But after that, I haven't seen her in anything. Like I said, she probably has done tons of things, but, but again, I'm, I, I don't remember seeing her. So w w with that nomination that we talk about, Riz Ahmed, it sort of like make you wonder, now that we, we know the movie, now that we've seen the movie, should we pull for him? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now that I've seen it, I, I feel like I, I, I am I'm pulling for him to win. Um, I'm I'm certainly pulling for him to be nominated for an Oscar, yes. uh, at least. So um, so even if he doesn't win, I, I hope that it goes on for further nominations and further wins because he was just he was phenomenal. Yeah, he is. His his parents in England must be incredibly proud of him, uh, you know. And <laughs> I I remember in his, his interview, he, he said that, you know, when when he went into acting, his parents were, like, not surprised or or, or never against it. Like, they were like, yeah, we think, you, you, we think you're good, you know what I mean? For, for Pakistani parents, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's a... Big, you know, for any immigrant parents. <laughs> I uh, I read a, a tweet this this week that I loved, right? And I'm gonna see if I can find it to quote it for you because it surmises the the child of immigrant experience almost to <laughs> in a way that you like. Yeah, I had to retweet it and say, yeah, that I felt it in my soul. <laughs> I felt it in my soul because, um, so basically this girl says that she told her Nigerian dad that the weekend's parents were Ethiopian. And the dad's answer was, why hasn't a Nigerian been featured in on the Super Bowl as the Super Bowl halftime? And she said to him, because... When we tell our parents we want to go into the arts, they force us to go into engineering and doctor and never let and never let us live our dreams. And she said, and he's been silent for five minutes. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I felt it in my soul because I, I know that I've told you this. My mother visited the hotel where when she came for our wedding for Christine and I's wedding and she she stayed at the hotel where I work right and bloody hell they treated her like she was some kind of royalty of course you know VIP band and all kind of stuff it's like why do they oh take orders from you like that and I'm like I'm kind of their boss <laughs> 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 so, what are you here, supervisor? Like, 
Yeah, I guess that's if that's what you want to go with. Because I don't know that she could ever picture me anywhere other than that. Because I didn't go to, I didn't become a pastor or a doctor or whatever or a lawyer. So I must be some kind of supervisor. You know? Why did I take orders to be like that? Yeah, that's fine, mom. That's all right. So yeah, that's the that's the immigrant experience. So I, I was really surprised to know that that Riz Ahmed's parents were, you know, supportive from the very beginning. Because I know that it's it's a really hard thing. All right. Well, anyway, Jojo. So what are your last words? What would you tell folks uh, to watch this movie? Why? Because it's 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 so so good, and it's probably not like anything you're thinking. It's like. If you've only seen maybe the trailer, if you've only heard the buzz, or if you've only looked at the thumbnails, you don't really know what this movie is about. And it will it will maybe uh, make you think and uh, maybe give you some, some hope about life. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to just, um, that's, that's going to be it, Jojo. You, you, you put it, you, you put it beautifully, you know, so... Sound of Metal is is not your it's not your daddy's movie, but it is a beautiful movie, and you should watch it. And especially now that it's nominated, find out why. You, I yes. think, you will agree that it deserves the nomination that it got. Yes. So with that, Jojo, we are gonna call it a day, don't we? I think so. I think so. I think we're done. Yeah, this is when the movie is so good and stuff. We don't have that much to talk about. You know, a 30 minute podcast tells you what you need to say. We're not going to oversell it or whatever. In the end, you know what? Just watch the movie. If you won't watch it, don't watch it. Like, I don't even care. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you can find us, of course, on. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, and also our YouTube channel. When you go through and check out what we have there, the content that we have there, how about you go ahead and subscribe, right? And then at the same time, bing, hit that little bell so that when we post new content, boom, you get stuff. Right, Jojo? It's important to get stuff. And awesome. It's important. And also things. Things are important. Things and stuff, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can find Jocelyn on Instagram as... Jocelyn Podcast. And then you'll find me, Mr. Puchetta, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. So for me and for Jocelyn, this is goodbye, folks. Have a good one. Bye. Ciao. See ya. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you've found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group.